0: So as Moses is kind of been going up and down from Mount Sinai, he is conversing with the Lord and then bringing those messages to the children of Israel. So let me show you this. I showed this to you last week as well. Here's Moses saying, Hey, so are you guys willing to obey? all of these laws. Now, he just gave them these laws in chapters 21 up through about 23 or so, this law of Moses, these crazy laws that we talked about last time. Are you willing to obey all of these laws and do what God has asked you to do? And the people are like, well, of course, yep, absolutely. Now, you get into chapter 24, verses 4 through 8. There's a cool little experience that takes place here. But on the surface, might look a little bit weird. So, verse 4, Moses wrote all of the words of the Lord cool. And he rose up early in the morning and built an altar under the hill and 12 pillars, according to the 12 tribes of Israel. And he sent young men of the children of Israel, which offered burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of the oxen of the Lord. It's kind of funny when you think about that. Here they are sending their young men. To make offerings to the Lord. As I was reading that, that hit me. It's like, we do the same thing today when it comes to the sacrament. We send our young men to make offerings unto the Lord on behalf of other individuals. What a cool little symbol that is. So verse 6, Moses took half of the blood from the sacrifices and he put it in basins. And half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. And he took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people. And they said, all that the Lord has said, we will do and be obedient. So that's where it's like, look, we're going to do what the Lord asked us to do. They recognized that they needed help. And so they're like, everything you've said is our favorite thing too. We're going to do those things. So verse number eight, and Moses took the blood and he sprinkled it on the people. Okay. You're probably like, ew, okay. Okay. And said, Behold the blood of the covenant which the Lord hath made with you concerning all of these words. Now, if you're thinking literally, you're sitting there, you're just like, we're willing to do whatever. And you're like, oh, okay. There's this blood coming down upon you. Now... As you hear that, again, literally it seems weird. And when you think symbolically, there's actually a really cool principle right here. Now let me fast forward a little bit to not really modern day, but we're going to fast forward to the Book of Mormon to these people right here. you got the people of King Benjamin. King Benjamin taught uh, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. He taught all of these things in the book of Mosiah and basically said to them the same thing. Moses said this to the children of Israel. King Benjamin did this as well for the Nephites. He said, look... Are you guys willing to do everything that the Lord has asked you to do here? So when you go to Mosiah chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, it says, And now it came to pass that when King Benjamin had made an end of speaking the words which had been delivered unto him by the angel of the Lord, so I want you to see the similarities here, that he cast his eyes round about on the multitude, and behold, they had fallen to the earth, for the fear of the Lord had come upon them. Verse 2, they had viewed themselves in their own carnal state, even less than the dust of the earth. And they all cried aloud with one voice, saying, Oh, have mercy and apply the atoning blood of Christ, that we may receive forgiveness of our sins and our hearts may be purified. For we believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who created heaven and earth and in all things, who shall come down among the children of men. Verse 3, and it came to pass that after they had spoken these words, the Spirit of the Lord came upon them, and they were filled with joy, having received a remission of their sins, having peace of conscience, one of the coolest blessings ever, because of the exceeding faith which they had in Jesus Christ. Who should come, according to the words which King Benjamin had spoken unto them. So you see the similarities there between Moses applying the blood of the sacrifice upon the people to King Benjamin's people who were saying, Will you please apply the atoning blood of Jesus Christ on us? One is more of a literal setting, which they did that a lot in the Old Testament. And one is very symbolic in the sense that, look, we are willing to apply the blood of Jesus Christ that hasn't even happened yet. And yet we're willing to do what he's asked us to do. Well, the cool thing about all of this is you you go back to Exodus chapter 24, after Moses had taken the blood and he'd sprinkled it upon the people. Verse 9, then went Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 of the elders of Israel, and they saw the God of Israel. And explains kind of what that was like over the next couple of verses there. But they saw the God of Israel. So the principle here that I was looking at is when you apply the atoning blood of Jesus Christ to your life, you will see the God of Israel in your life. And you're going to see that principle again later on as we're going through uh, some of these chapters as well. But as you focus on the atoning blood of Jesus Christ and as you apply that to you and the greatest way to apply the atoning blood of Jesus Christ is to repent on a daily basis president nelson talked about in our last conference that that we repent daily and that's how we apply we take this lesson and we apply it to us and we actually do what the lord has asked us to do and you know as we try to do that reminder that we are messy humans and we're going to mess it up and we we struggle; we're not going to be good at it. But that's where the atoning blood of Jesus Christ, being applied to us, we're able to then see the Lord in our lives. So I'm reminded of Section 93 of the Doctrine and Covenants, verse number one, where it says, "Verily, thus saith the Lord: It shall come to pass that every soul who forsaketh his sins and cometh unto me, this is really how you apply the atoning blood, and calleth on my name, and obeyeth my voice, and keepeth my commandments, shall see my face and know that I am." and that that's what they want to do is you, you go back to that Exodus chapter 24 where they Had the blood of Jesus Christ applied to them. And what do they do? They see the face of God. And you and I are able to do that as well. And it may not be in the literal sense. There are many times where if we're not careful, we will miss seeing the Lord as we're trying to see the Lord, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Uh, This last week, I had the blessing of being in the sacred grove. And I think there are times where sometimes we, we melodramaticize that experience and we go into there with this grandiose idea of, wanting to uh, see see God you know as we're there and if we're not careful, we will miss him as we're trying to see him. So I actually went into the sacred grove without all of the melodrama. And I went in just as a, as a messy human who just wants to be able to repent and change. And, and I had a really cool experience there. Just understanding that the everything's going to be okay. And, and as we're trying to navigate through this crazy life, the Lord's going to bless us. But make sure that as you're applying the atoning blood of Jesus Christ that you don't miss out on him in the little daily things as we're striving to just do what the Lord has asked us to do.